talking about our thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts. What we talking about our thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories. Welcome back to the Thoughts and Theories Podcast, your boy Quack, a.k.a. Chris with a K. If you are a returning listener, thank you for coming back. And if um, this is your first time, just want to cover two things with you. First, well, no, three things with you, actually. Sorry about that. Three rhymes with me. All right. First, um, this podcast is called the Thoughts and Theories, you know, and what it's basically about is... Me just reminding everybody that they should look in the mirror and remind them that mind yourself at the end of the day, you are the person that gives yourself the permission to think for yourself. And after you realize you're the person that gives your permission to think for yourself, realize you need to learn how to think for yourself. You know, that's something um, I'm going through myself, a journey I'm going through. You can follow me along that journey as well. Make sure um, we know that you, you have the permission to you know, give yourself the permission to think for yourself. Just make sure when you're learning to think for yourself that you're in the right space in mind. Two, um, yeah, like I said, this podcast is about my thoughts and theories. So that means everything I will say on this podcast, there's going to be things I will say that you like. And there's things I will say that you won't like. Whichever case it be, just knowing the end of the day is my opinions. And if you don't rock with what I'm saying feel free to listen and unsubscribe that's all it is that's all that's all that's all feel free to step off this train ride you're not held hostage to listen to me you are definitely not um so basically that's my disclaimer you hear something you don't like and you keep listening you did that to yourself all right but the third thing is visit chrisative.com k-r-i-s-a-t-i-v-e.com um there you can link get um connected to all my um social media platforms such as instagram subscribe to my youtube and let's say if you don't like what i'm saying but you still want to listen to me and you want to be adult about it you want to discuss it, or you like what i say you want to um talk with me about it personally um you can hit me up in my dms on the instagram which is located in the links one of the links in chrisative.com just hit up that website and you can get connected with me. You can hit me up in my DMs. You can send me a voice message, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, yeah, subscribe to uh, my YouTube channel. Hit up my merch store. I got some shirts, some sweaters, some tank tocks, both males and females. Some cool stuff, right? Um, yeah. And that's it, people. All right, so let's get into today's episode. You know, um, so, wow, wow. It's episode 50. 56 i think it is i think yeah 56 wow we on our way up there to 100 getting closer and closer right but anyways like i was waking up this morning and then literally what i was thinking about is this phrase that just popped up into my head this phrase is exciting and scary at the same darn time it's like icy hot which makes us hot and cold at the same time so good and bad at the same time right so, I was thinking to myself, you know, I was asking myself, I was talking to myself, and I was like, Chris, with a K, and myself was like, yes, and then, and then, you know, I said to myself again, or I asked myself, do you know what you signed up for? 
And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, start singing Justin Bieber song, right? You know, and then by, 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 um, what do, what do you, do I know what I signed up for? I mean this. A lot of times in life, you know, everything, I mean, I'm not trying to say everything in life is transactional, but everything has a cost to it. We, we all know when we go in a store, everything has a price that we want on the shelves. Anything that's in the store that we want, we know it comes at a cost. It comes at a price. You're going to have to pay for it. Usually if something's value more money, I mean more valuable or more more of a well i'm not even gonna say that you know i was gonna say if somebody's more of a necessity to one's life it costs more money but then that's no you know fruit don't cost that much you know one of like the maybe affordable thing in the grocery store but basically i guess when i'm talking about technology when you're buying something on a technology side if it's more important and crucial to life and stuff like that it's gonna cost more money so like these days we live in the tech world if you need a brand new smartphone a laptop something like that that's gonna cost you a decent one a decent cell phone you're spending somewhere over like seven hundred dollars for a de- like the top the top cell phone a top laptop definitely somewhere over two three grand you know it's gonna cost you money Whereas opposed to something that in the same category and it's important but it's not the best of the best, it's gonna cost not that much. So like with the cell phones you can get a cell phone that doesn't have all the features, doesn't have Bluetooth. Flip phones still exist. It doesn't have the capability app, probably less than a hundred dollars or a hundred dollars or a computer one that's an older model that's slower that that's not touch screen that doesn't have a fast processor that's not um wi-fi capability you know it's probably gonna cost you a hundred two hundred dollars it's not gonna cost that much you know um and the correlation i want to make between that and the point i'm trying to get at and what's in my heart in my mind right now is like when you do things with your life like recently i decided to be well like three years ago i decided to be vegan you know um and i went vegan just because like growing up my whole life one thing i never wanted to be is fat because i knew for a fact that being fat is unhealthy i mean you might not like what i'm saying right now people but it's just a fact a doctor we all know in the back of our head being fat's not healthy just like we all know cigarettes are 100 percent bad for us cigarettes do not provide any nutritional value or anything of that that sort any bit but we know that that thing is 100 percent bad for you it's, it's just it's a fact it's the same thing with being fat it's 100 percent bad for you you know we've getting to a culture these days that say yo it's okay to be fat. Like, being fat is celebrated. Being unhealthy is celebrated. Just how, like, with cigarettes being advertised, advertised is being celebrated. You know, stuff like that. You see commercials or billboards and stuff like that. Like, no, it's not good. So I'm the type of person, like, certain areas in my life, I just stay completely logical and I don't get into my feelings about really so much. You know, my weight is one. So um, I always tell myself, I'm not fat. There's a big chance that I'm healthy. But even if that's not the case, if I'm not fat, there's a chance I'm healthier being my size, which is slim, slender and stuff, 
instead of being fat. There's a higher chance somebody is more healthier that weighs less because it's better on their body, better on their joints, and stuff like that. When you're fat and gaining all this weight and stuff, it just stretches out your stomach, stretches out your bone structure, puts more weight on your knees. And on top of that, all the fatness inside you is just wasting your body and it needs to get out. So if that waste is not getting out, it's just marinating your body, corrupting the environment of your body. Your body is very acidic. When your body becomes very acidic, it shuts down organs. It pollutes your bloodstream. You get illnesses. You get diseases. Your your blood cell, you know, your cells start to decay and cancers, dead cells. So it's like all this stuff, this ripple effect, right? So I didn't want to be, uh, you know, fat growing up, and then I then. As the years pass, I says if there's ways I can optimize myself being healthy, I'm gonna get into it. So uh, I joined a company, a network marketing company, you know, called Life Vantage. You know, pretty cool company. So basically, I got introduced. I was at um, Heartway Church and I was doing an outreach, and then this guy, this this guy I never seen. Well, he was starting. He, he was starting to go to the church at the time, and he just approached me. Well, he didn't approach me. We were actually putting together food bags for the homeless or something like that and then we happened to be next to each other he started talking to me and i started talking to him blah 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 long story short he got my number he says hey you want to um sit down to me i want to show you what we're talking about like i've been network marketing like a lot of companies maybe three to four companies right um and i i can i can hear a invite you to a meeting or one-on-one you know um i can sense that from anywhere like you know because i've been in it for some years and stuff and heard all the recruiting speeches and spills and stuff and the, the um how a lot of people in these businesses make money is obviously all either they're recruiting people or selling their product that's how they have to get the money they they are their own advertisements you know so it's like a company and they they basically give them the ability to be a part of the company, build a company. If they build a massive sales team as well as sell products, the company compensates them directly, you know, which is pretty cool, but it requires a lot of work and stuff like that. So I was like, sure. And then he's introduced to this amazing pill that this pill um, is said to increase life expectancy by, I think, 7%, you know, um, and stuff like that in reverse. I forgot, review, reverse. Um, At the time, basically, we're saying oxidation in the body because the more the body oxidizes, the you know, the the worse it gets over time. It wears down. So basically, the oxidation is like if our health is like a, a apple and stuff like that, you know, um, or, or or something that you know, apple or something like that. The pill is supposed to be like a refrigerator that you put the apple in so it actually lasts longer instead of just dying off quicker, if that makes sense. So I joined the company. It was great. I got promoted and stuff like that. But I realized it wasn't for me. But it opened up my mind about health. And then I became a vegan one day. I became a cold cut vegan after listening to a podcast. So I became a vegan. Bam, it was like a Saturday morning. I became a vegan on a Saturday after listening to a podcast on The Breakfast Club. It was Dr. Sabi's, his ex-former wife? Well, no, no, one of his, one of his wives or something, one, uh, a lady he used to mess with, 
and I guess she was using his name, but she was basically information that she said they say she was a fraud, but the information she given out piqued my interest because she was talking about yo, all disease could be cured, all disease in the body are our mucus buildup, and if you get rid of the mucus, guess what? Your body will heal itself. You you cure yourself. So I'm like basically your body's your body's constipated mucus is what causes to be sick. I'm like okay, this is simple theory. I was like oh oh snap i'm gonna try this you know because never has the you know the medical history for years has been saying like yo they've been saying for years like yo yo there is no cure to cancer there's you know all these diseases there's no cure to them. uh we think genetics is what caused them we don't know what caused them and there's no cure to them but hey we still ask you to give us all your money to get these take these painkillers and stuff or this medicine that helps make you numb to the fact that you're dying you know so yeah there's no cure we don't know the cure we don't know where this disease come from and on top of that we want you to donate millions of dollars to our organization to find the cure in my mind i'm like yo we're able to travel we've been the richest we're the rich like the world is the the most advanced has ever been in history as we know meaning we could travel places hear stories and continents in places that we couldn't hear before you know thanks to airplanes and cell phones and technology the internet right so it's like there has to be one 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 person in the world that has found the cure that got cured of it and they shared their testimony and it kind of went wild kind of back like in the day when jesus when Jesus um, healed somebody and everybody and their mama heard about it, like there was no social media, no communication, like electronically, but everybody from villages and hundreds of miles around came to flock. And with technology and stuff, this only makes this process easier. So I'm like, how in a helicopter has no one heard about a cure? I'm pretty sure there's somebody in another country that got cured. I'm for sure. I'm for sure. But the only reason why we probably don't hear about it because maybe, just maybe, if they found the cure to something it's going to shut down the whole medical industry you know the pharmaceutical industry i think the pharmaceuticals industry their kryptonite is the word cure because they make their money off of selling drugs on a um um a monthly basis or you know on a on a monthly plan on a you know on a monthly basis like a reoccurring basis you know one of the best ways to make money in business is residual meaning you have somebody pay for a service once like you sell it to them once and they come back and buy it over and over so you like cell phone bills companies that you know cell phone companies or streaming companies like netflix once you sign up and you just stay active guess what they sold to you once but they making that 14.99 over and over and over again like they sold to you 14.99 well let's say if netflix was ten dollars for easy map they sold to you once and now they're making $120 off you a year and every year you stay active just for selling to you once. That's the same thing the medical industry is doing the pharmaceutical but on a bigger scale, right? So it's like there has to be a cure out there and then I don't know what it is but if I find it, I'm going to be like, aha, I knew it. And so I like what this lady was saying. I was like, yes, someone that's not for the pharmaceutical industry, let's try it. So I went vegan cold cut that day. But the cost, this is what I'm getting to the cost. Sorry for the long soliloquy story around people the cost of me going vegan is that guess what i can't go to chick-fil-a anymore i had to break up 
with Chick-fil-A. I can't go to Four Rivers Barbecue at that time, which they are the barbecue of Chick-fil-A. I'm talking about the clothes on Sunday. They say, my pleasure when you're eating, the people coming up, come up in there, come up to you and say, hey, is there anything else I can help you? I'm like, what the heck? And you come in, they know your name, everybody's nice. I'm like, what the heck? Hold on. I mean, they're... Obviously, they're not as fast as Chick-fil-A because it's barbecue. The food takes more preparation time, but they're good. Everything there tastes good, and it's barbecue, and it's really good. Like, everything I tasted was good, which is surprising, you know? Um, but even the, even the collard greens, because it's, it's a white barbecue, Caucasian barbecue establishment, you know? So, you know, white collard greens and black collard greens, you know, it's day and night. But those collard greens are pretty good. I was surprised. I was like, hmm. Mmm. Sound like Yoda or something like that, you know? But point is, I knew it was going to be a cost to that. I knew I had to cook for myself because I couldn't eat out. Because the vegan I came became at that time was not just a regular vegan. It was an alkaline vegan. So alkaline is just a funny, a fancy way of saying anything that occurs naturally in earth. If God didn't make it, then it shouldn't make it to my stomach. We sh- I shouldn't eat it, right? I shouldn't eat it at all. I shouldn't eat it at all. So, like, literally, to better put it, when people who are who eat everything omnivores meet a vegan and be like, oh, gosh, you bugging. I'm what happens when a vegan meets me. <laughs> I'm the vegan to the regular vegan. Like, dang. You know, because there's a lot of stuff, you know, they says genetic modified. Like, there's claims like carrots. You can't eat carrots. You can't eat um, cauliflower. These are vegan foods, but alkaline? No. Um, cauliflower. Um... When it comes to flour, you have to eat spelt flour or garbanzo bean flour or rye flour. You know, um, we can't have, you know, um, sugar. You can't have, um, like, man-made sugar. You can't have, um, what else? Oh, pineapples aren't considered um, al- alkaline. Um, there's a lot of fruit you can't have. Like, it's, it is bananas it is crazy you can't have regular bananas you gotta have barrel bananas and stuff like that but um that was me so it was like i went hardcore vegan so alkaline vegan is really what they quote and say is the real vegan but anyways so i didn't know at that time i was always working so i didn't know how to cook for myself so i'm like crap i was doing uber eats you know so it's like i'm working all day i don't know what to crap so what i end up having to do was I typed in alkaline vegan on Google Maps and then I went and I found like this place. I thought, ooh, it's an alkaline vegan place. You know, um, it's called Some Nights to Eat Bistro. And then I, I went to it and I'm like, and I, wait, I called it. And then the lady was like, it sounded like there was a lot of noise around her. She's like, yeah, this is a park in the, the trailer. I'm like, what the heck she's saying? Park at the trailer. I was like, wait, this must be out some, outside of somewhere that has paid parking because she's telling me to park in a parking you know a lot that i know is free so i went i found the trailer i parked in it and then i walked across and then um because the farmer's market is on the other side of trail they have a paid parking lot but the trail is free so i paid the trail walked my behind across and i was like whoa this is awesome i was amazed at what i have found people you know it was like a market it was like it was amazing. It has a barn like set. It was like in this big barn, hangar dingy like Bob. And they have all these vendors selling food. There's people that eat meat and stuff. But then there's a lot of vegan options out there. It's an amazing place. 
women love that place because oh my gosh you can take so much picture and the shopping's more favorable for women because they have like boutiques where they're selling women clothing and women's services you know eyebrow eyebrow threading and stuff like that then for the men they have lots of options of food including like you know vegan and have none vegan options where they're cooking meat like right in front of you and stuff like that you know um yeah kind of home homemade food like ethiopian food burger you know just all this stuff and then so i became vegan but i know the choice made so i went there that weekend and i came back next week and the food was good i really instantly realized it's going to cost me more money one and it's going to cost me my convenience because the convenience is gone really because we eat everything there's a mcdonald's there's a chick-fil-a there's always something nearby all these restaurants thousands of restaurants that exist and uber eats just makes it easier for you you know but anyways but becoming a vegan it's like crap can't eat at my favorite places more but now there's more vegan options available today than there was back when i started but being vegan was not, was was common it wasn't like the word vegan just came about and no one knew that it was and it was like super hard it was common it's just i had less options of places to eat at than those who aren't so basically basically i ate ate the food it was really good and i came back next weekend but the food cost about two to three times more than i would i usually spend on food at me i would treat myself every weekend i would take myself out a date on chick-fil-a it was usually saturdays um but then lately it became um, Four Rivers. So I would go out every Saturday in the afternoon-ish right before I begin Uber at about 12. It's been like 14, 15 bucks, like 12. Cause I, yeah, I, brought, yeah, I usually get water as a drink or I bring a bottle of water so I never really buy drinks. Unless I was at Fit Chick-fil-A, that lemon, cause that lemonade was popping. Um, and then, um, yeah, I was spending like 12, 13 bucks, which I was like, that's a lot. And then now, I'd be spending that 20 bucks now on a meal and thinking that's normal. I mean, I Uber a lot more. I make more money and stuff now. But, like, yo, the cost of me going vegan was finding ways to increase my income because I knew this was going to cost me money if I want to keep up this keep up this thing. Because when I go to the farmer's market, I'll at least spend $60, like $30 a day on um, alkaline vegan food. But note that that food was a lot of, enough food for the whole day. Like, I'll eat something there and I'll take, like, two things home. Then I'll come back the next day, buy something, and probably take something home too. You know, so I had to Uber more. You know, so I knew the cost was like me changing my diet. The cost of changing my diet, meaning guess what? I had to make more money and then my options where I can eat less. And then the third thing, I had to cook. I had to learn how to cook. I was like, I won't be able to eat at all the time. Let me learn how to cook something. So I was making waffles. So the first time in my life, I made waffles. I bought a waffle maker and it was the easiest thing ever because when you become an alkaline vegan there's the smallest stuff you can cook from but that smallest of stuff you can cook from you realize it's very big and diverse in what recipes you can come up with you'll be surprised to make waffles all you need is to spelt flour water you know um just those two but if you don't want to make the waffle stick to the the, the um the waffle maker obviously use oil um and you can add and other things like agave to sweetener, but I put agave on top on the outside anyway, so it's like no point in sweetening it when I can just sweeten it when I'm eating it. You know, um, yeah. You can put nuts inside of it. So you can you can mix it up. But I was eating those like every day during the week because I, I didn't know what else to eat. 
And if, well, actually, I didn't know know it. I didn't know deep because there was YouTube channels of recipes. Technology takes away excuses because there's YouTube channels with people giving you recipes for free. And recipes, the ingredients, like you know, Whole Foods, more more so your health, your health grocery stores. Oh, I had no excuse. I just didn't have. I just didn't want to make the time to put in the effort to go and learn all this stuff. So I made waffles, and I made scrambled eggs. You make scrambled eggs, artigar bars on bean flour and water. It looks like eggs. It's pretty cool. And then you just season it up. And one thing I realized that I wasn't gonna lose that much in taste because the reason why we like meat is not because we're, meat was made for us. We like how it's prepared. We just like the preparation of it. Meaning, the seasoning that's put on it. We only eat, the only, the only animals that we eat are animals that usually are herbivores. Think about it, cows, chickens, um, well pigs, or they eat anything. Chicken, you know, even people eat deer and all that stuff. We usually eat animals that are herbivores. So we like it because of the the quote-unquote recycled nutrients that they eat we're trying to get ourselves why not cut them out and just go to the source themselves not saying eat grass because our stomachs aren't made for eating grass but yeah let's just get the nutrients from the vegetables and fruits themselves right so um yeah so i learned to cook i learned all these recipes and i realized man cooking is not that hard you just have to understand how to season the food right that's it and get the timing and stuff right. That's it. You learn as you go. It's a trial and error thing, you know. Um, so I knew there was gonna be a cost at doing that. Changing my diet, people. The point is, people. There's a there is a cost at everything in your life. You have to ask yourself, what's the cost? I'm not saying try to look everything exa- transactionally, but you kind of have to. Cause changing my diet has been a cost. So to take it a step further. As you guys know, if you didn't know, I decided to become 70-80% fruitarian and 20-30% vegan. You know, fruitarian is someone who just eats fruit, lives life off of eating fruit. You know, um, definitely raw fruit and sometimes veggies. Raw fruits and veggies, right? And um, yeah, I knew the cost of, like, shoot, I can't eat that much cooked food as I want to. I can't eat all these vegan foods that I want to anymore. The cost has got even more. It's cost even more. I have to give up even more. Because <laughs> that's to be at ultimate health, it's going to require you to let go of unhealthy habits. Detach yourself from an unhealthy lifestyle. Um, that's the cost of that. And on the other side of the other costs, other costs I learned that I recently have to pay for was being um, just learning to work for myself. You know, these past couple of years. I've been on a mission to work for myself, be my own boss, walk away from my job, not having to worry about winning again. You know, I do Uber Eats basically every day. Um, and the cost of it is like, guess what? I, I don't have free time to play video games, free time to hang out with friends because it's going to cost. It comes at a cost because I have to pay off debt still and stuff like that, which I'm almost through paying with. Like my, All my major debts are paid off except like two student loans and I'm Gucci. So it's, I knew that was gonna come at a cost. Also, um, with, with, with that, Forex. I knew it was gonna come at a cost. I had to invest money. Having my money work for myself. 
investing in the market and having my money work for myself, you know, I knew that was going to come at a cost, which it did. So, so it came at a cost and it sucks at first, but as you stay, um, I would say as you stay disciplined and dedicated and committed to the cost, the cost is worth it. The cost only comes worth it when you're dedicated to it and you're committed to it. But if you're not, you're going to feel like you wasted your money. Like Forex, gosh, I invested so much money in Forex, but I learned how to make money. I mean, I've turned flip $2,000 into, shoot, I flipped $2,000 into like almost five grand. It was four something, three, four, four grand in a month or month and a half, almost two months. You know, so yeah, it was a cause. I had to learn it. This is something I started learning last year. Then obviously I lost the money, went back down 200, you know, and then I kept on winning it, winning money, you know, um, investing money, like trading and making money, then losing it all over. So the cost is my patience and my greed. That's something I have to pay with, you know, give up my patience and my greed. I'm learning that there's a cost to everything. So when you sign up for something, ask yourself, and do I know what I'm signing up for? Meaning, AKA, do I know the cost of it? Because if you don't ask yourself those questions, nine times out of 10, you want to end up playing yourself. You better put a uh, PlayStation or Xbox controller yourself because you're going to end up playing yourself and make sure it's connected to yourself. So yeah, please, people, please, people. Ask yourself, what's the cost of what I'm doing? Do I know what I'm signing up for? So you don't lie to yourself. A lot of people lie to themselves. And that's why you may end up losing. But yeah, people. Anyways, I'm here at work. The sun's coming up. You know, turn all my lights in my car. Just parked. About to go in. About to start about like 8, 10 minutes. So people, please visit chrisative.com. K-R-I-S-A-T-I-V-E.com. Um, and you know, follow your boy, subscribe to my YouTube, support my store, buy some merch and all that stuff. And, um, yeah, remember end of the day, everything I'm saying in this podcast, you may not like, but these are my opinions, AKA my thoughts and my theories. You're awesome. Peace. I'm out.